0: Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. As a teaching professor, my students often tell me that their favorite part of class was when I chatted with them in what they called Linda's Life Lessons. I would take five or ten minutes at some point in class, not every day, and chat about things that had come up, maybe in one-on-one meetings with students in my office or a question asked in class. There's pretty much nothing out of bounds. We talk about it. In these podcasts, I share tips for students and parents, helpful guidance through the college years, and a few stories along the way. We chat about situations students have found themselves in and how we navigated it. Along the way, we talk about some do's and don'ts for parents, too. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. In this episode, we chat about the next steps in crafting your budget After you've kept a spending diary for 30 days, we're going to look at your personal situation, your goals, and the numbers you put together in your spending diary. We'll use all of these things to craft your spending plan. Why do we want a spending plan? Your plan will help you live within your income, spend your money wisely, reach your financial goals, prepare for financial emergencies, and to develop good financial management habits let's start by getting clear on your financial goals. Think about where you are headed and the things you want to do. If you are single and in college, you might have short-term goals of completing college and maybe paying off an auto loan. For our budget discussion, we consider short-term goals to be less than two years, intermediate goals are between two and five years, and long-term goals are over five years. So, You've got two short-term goals of completing college and paying off your car loan. What kind of intermediate goals might you have? Maybe taking a vacation to Europe, paying off your school loans, or even going to graduate school. Long-term goals could be buying a vacation home and providing for retirement income. Once you've got your goals in place, you need to estimate the money you have available what income do you have, or what amount of other cash will you be using while you finish school. You will also use your totals from your daily spending tracker. I recommend that you continue to track your daily spending, because the more data you have, the better your spending plan will be. You will want to think of your budget as something that will change as you get more information. It's very easy to forget to include things in the budget, so you will always want to be ready to update your plan for spending. According to Lynette Calfani, also known as the Money Coach, Life, L-I-F-E, is the major budget buster. L is listed expenses, housing, utilities, food, clothing, that are underestimated. This is where your daily spending tracker is going to help you. I involves impulse buying, in stores or online. F is forgotten bills, such as annual insurance payments. E is emergencies such as unexpected auto repairs. So life, the listed expenses you underestimated, I, the impulse buying, F, forgotten bills, E, emergencies, tends to really mess with your budget. So keep your daily spending tracker going because that's just gonna help you track things better. If you are in college, You might not be putting money away for your retirement, although even $25 a month is going to help you, but you should definitely have money set aside for emergencies. Financial advisors recommend having an emergency fund with three to six months of living expenses set aside so that you can use this during times of unexpected financial difficulty. As a college student, three months of an emergency fund is probably sufficient. You will want to set aside an appropriate amount of money each month to cover your car insurance. Most people pay their auto insurance bill twice a year, so you're going to want to set money aside each month for your emergency fund and for your car insurance payment. Doing this will mean that you're ready to pay the insurance bill when it arrives. Won't that be a good feeling? It takes away a lot of stress if you've got the money set aside and are able to pay the bill when you receive it. Okay, so because we had that daily spending tracker, we've got some information to work with. You're gonna set up a monthly budget with columns for budget items, a column for budgeted amounts for each item, and a column for the actual amounts of each item. So basically, you're gonna make a list of all the different items on your budget, and then next to that, you'll enter the amounts that you've spent, and the amounts that you have budgeted for each item. You will want to total your cash outflows and subtract it from your cash inflows. The amount of cash that you have available for the month is your cash inflows. It's also helpful to calculate the percentage each item is out of the total expenses. The total expenses are your total outflows. For example, Maybe your rent is 18% of your total expenses and your food is 14% of your total expenses. Your objective with your spending plan is for your total expenses, your total outflows, to equal your total inflows. Now, let's be real. Is that really going to happen each month? Probably not. So we're going to come back to that. Be sure to include saving for your goals as part of your monthly outflow. Going back to the financial goals we just talked about, you will set aside cash and have savings set up for an emergency fund, savings for your car insurance, savings for your vacation, maybe savings for your retirement. If you're still in college, you probably won't be saving too much toward paying your school loans during the school year, but maybe you'll put some money toward this during the summer when you are working more hours. Many, many times people fall into the trap of saving anything that's left after paying all of their monthly bills. They just figure, okay, whatever I have left at the end of the month, that's what I'm going to put in savings. If you take this approach, you're never going to have anything left to save. It just never happens. A better approach and the habit you will want to cultivate is to pay yourself first. Paying yourself first means put your money into your savings account first and then pay your bills. Saving is vital for your long-term financial security so remember to always pay yourself first, always. Remember the daily spending tracker we talked about in an earlier episode and as I encourage you to still keep tracking your expenses, you're gonna keep doing this. You will use the information from this to compare your budgeted amount of spending, say the amount of money you planned to spend on food with the actual amount of money you spent on food. You'll subtract the difference and ask yourself what caused that difference, the variance. In business, we call this variance analysis. We plan for something to happen, we check our results, and we, we try to figure out why our end results are different from what we planned. For example, if you planned in your budget to spend $450 a month on food, and you spent $425, You have a variance of $25, essentially an extra $25. What happened that made you spend less than you planned? Maybe your parents came to town and took you to dinner or bought you groceries. Yay! You're money ahead in this part of your budget. What if you planned to spend $450 and you ended up spending $475? Now what? You're over budget by $25. You'll either need to find, a place to trim $25 in expenses, or you'll need to pull additional money from your savings so you can cover your monthly expenses. Again, you're going to want to ask yourself why this happened. Did something unplanned happen? Hey, all sorts of unexpected things happen in life. These are things you'll want to track in your daily spending tracker. You're going to keep adjusting your spending plan as you get more and more information. The more information you have, the more accurate your budget, your spending plan is going to be. Maybe you'll set up a sort of miscellaneous item in your budget so that kind of will accommodate an over-the-budget amount. If you do this, you would have an amount, maybe $50 or so, to accommodate other unexpected expenses. Like, maybe now you have a significant other, and you didn't have that when you put together your initial spending plan. If that happens, you're going to be Wanting to budget for your person's birthday or other times that you might be wanting to give them gifts. This is what I mean by your spending plan is going to have to continue to evolve. You will want to change to update your budget as your life changes. Your budgeting process is an ongoing thing. You will want to review and potentially revise your spending plan every couple of months. Sometimes your results are obvious. You have extra money in your account at the end of the month. Other times, you might be running short of cash. In both instances, you need to stop and ask what's going on. Extra cash might just mean you've spent less than you planned, but it could also mean that you forgot to pay a bill. I'm a big fan of setting up auto pay for my basic expenses because I hate paying late fees because I forgot to pay a bill. If you don't want to set up auto pay, set reminders in your calendar so you remember to pay your bills. What if you regularly go over your planned spending amounts? It happens. Don't just shrug it off. Look at the categories where you are overspending. You'll have this information because you are still tracking your daily spending. The most common overspending areas are entertainment and food, especially when you're eating out. If you are regularly overspending in these areas, you will want to increase the amount budgeted for entertainment and food which will mean you either need to bring in more money or you will need to cut some other expenses. What might you cut? Maybe the amount you are saving for your vacation. Maybe the amount you are spending on gifts. You're going to have to decide where the adjustments need to be made. Some things about spending plans to think about. Like most plans, they only work if you follow them. Changes in your situation, your income, your living expenses, your goals are going to mean that you need to change your budget. So you're going to have to think about your spending plan as it's as though it's something flexible, that it's going to change. So today in our chat, we revisited our money situation by talking about how to use the information from your daily spending tracker to put together a budget, a spending plan. We now know that budgets need to be flexible And we will need to revisit them every couple of months to make any needed changes. We also know that as our life situation changes, our spending plan might need to also change. I hope that this chat about putting together a spending plan for your life has been helpful. If you found value in this episode, would you please share it with your friends? And it would be really cool if you took a moment to subscribe to the Linda's Life Lessons podcast. I love to hear from you, so take a moment to write a review. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. As always, be sure to find your happy, love what you do, and make a difference. I'll see you next time. When I'm teaching, I end the week of classes with this message that I will now leave with you, my friend. Have a lovely, fantastic, and fun weekend, and please come back to me safely. See you next time.